Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, angels, demons, and sexy Satanists? This is Billy Persida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to the show if you're new, and welcome back if you're not. I want to give a shout out to all the Buck Angel fans tuning in for the first time for this week's special guest. Yeah, I said it. We've got Buck Angel on the show this week. The man with a pussy. The first uh, big trans male porn star. He's a big deal. Can't wait to tell you more about Mr. Buck in a bit. Uh, I want to take a moment to say thank you to everyone who reached out to me uh, after last week's episode. You know, I, I disclosed last week that I've been going through a rough breakup and I had a lot of people reach out on Twitter, shooting me emails, Facebook messages. Uh, shout out to Girl Anon, who was making really nice comments on the Man Whore podcast subreddit. Uh, it means the world to me that uh, y'all give a shit about my happiness and, uh, and told me that it will get better and it's already getting better. So... And to say words to me, whether they're good words or bad words, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at TheBillyProceda. Uh, you can use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast. Uh, that's another way I can find your tweets. Your emails are also always accepted over at ManWhorePod at gmail.com. And the uh, subreddit is r slash ManWhorePodcast over on Reddit. Uh I also want to give a shout out to the spies listening in on behalf of my lady friend P. Uh, I am uh, is come to my attention that y'all listen and report back to her. I shall change nothing that I'm going to say on this podcast, but I wanted to let you know it's cool that you're listening. It's fine with me, um, and I'm waving hello. I'll see you at the next hacienda. <laughs> All right, people, what's going on? Yo, okay, this happened. This happened actually during the podcation, but I, so I've been waiting like a month to tell you all about it. About a month ago, I'm on Craigslist and I respond to an ad and the ad was for, uh, it was this couple and he was like, quote unquote, punishing her for being like a, like a bad girl. And I'm going to, I've been making her lick my asshole all week because she's been such a bad girl. And now I'm going to make her lick other dudes' assholes and maybe blow them. And, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the butthole licking, of the getting the butthole licked. Not as much a fan of the butthole licking. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, uh, I applied for the ad. I got, a, I got a response. He was like, yeah, okay, let's do this. We, we chit-chat on the phone. I hear some, uh, the ad is put out by the woman. The woman got to, the girlfriend got to pick uh, whose butt she was going to lick, I guess, as what I thought was a quote-unquote punishment. But it I, it soon became, began to unravel that this was more of like a real punishment. Like she's sending me these little distress signals in her text. The, 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 the line, the, the lines of consent seem a little blurred here. So I'm, uh, I, I call the boyfriend. We have a chit chat and he explains the situation. She's doing this as punishment. She consents. This is totally consensual, but like, she doesn't want to do it, but she knows that she has to do this because, you know, she, you know, cheated. And I'm thinking like, ah, oh, like, Fuck. Cause now, now my Craigslist conscience is coming into play. I gotta like, on one hand, I really want to get a rim job from this really hot chick. And on the other hand, I'm like, I don't want to sexually assault this woman with my butthole. Because as I talk to her, as I text her and talk on the phone with him, I become more and more aware that like, this is not like a sexy, like punishment role play. This is like, he's punishing her. And sex shouldn't be used as a punishment. That's not cool. You know, while she and I are texting, she keeps going, look, I will give you the best blowjob ever if you talk him out of making me eat your butt. And now there's like a third dilemma because now it's like, I could also angle this to get the blowjob. But now, then in some weird, crazy, fucked up way, like I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the wool over his eyes 
which is also kind of uncool. I don't know. It's all blurry. It's all weird. But ah, uh, she's hot, and you know, I, I'm I'm a horny person. I end up having a pep talk with the boyfriend, being like, "Look, dude, I'm a level with you. She don't want to do this. If you do this." She's going to be really, really sad and disgusted about it. She's already not happy about licking your borderline rapey, abusive boyfriend asshole. And as soon as I, I level with him, he immediately becomes apologetic. He, he starts going, oh, my God, like, I, I, I shit, I, uh, I would never want her to do something she, like, didn't want to do that much. You know, I, I guess he... I, <laughs> I don't think he realized like uh like she would have been she says she would have been happy to blow me as quote unquote punishment. But making her eat my ass would be made it become a real punishment because she doesn't like eating ass. She likes giving blowjobs. And I explained this to him. I was like, look, if you want to do it a different way, you want to make this like a cute humiliation thing, I'm down. But uh not with the current circumstances. And he, again, he got apologetic. I think you know, he got apologetic and he's like, yeah, I'm going to talk to her and, you know, I'll get back to you. And I'm like, good. And I, I checked in. I checked in separately with both of them, like uh, texted her one thing. I texted him another thing. Both of them said, yeah, we had a conversation about the relationship. We're going to work through it. We're going to talk through it rather than like borderline sexually abuse each other through it. And I all of a sudden became like a Craigslist couples counselor. What the fuck? I became a Craigslist couples counselor. I got no butthole licking. I got no blowjob. <laughs> uh, and, and so a lot of you are thinking probably this guy's an asshole. He's an abusive boyfriend. She should dump him. Yes and no. Because I talk. It's not all the this stuff you see about um, sexual assault, consent, college, everything. It's all nuanced. People want to make really rigid lines there's few rigid lines when it comes to consent no really is that rigid line the no now she you know her when she was talking to me she said well i'm agreeing to do this i am consenting very unenthusiastically and the reason was because she didn't want him to dump her and i was like well this sounds like a guy where if he would dump you because you're not going to lick a stranger's asshole because you flirted with another dude you didn't even bang him. I think you made out with him. You should you should hope he dumps you, so you you know you don't have to dump his ass first. And this other guy, he's like, I'm really hurt, and I wanted to humiliate her, and I wanted a punishment. And I was like, Yeah, man, sex just shouldn't be used as a punishment. This is why I'll get to a point. This is why I don't think he's this super abusive asshole, because he had no. As soon as I presented this to him as this is not cool. He got it. He just never thought of it like that because we don't teach consent. We don't teach about, uh, we don't teach kids how to be in relationships and how to communicate. We don't teach people that sex should not be used as a weapon. We don't teach, uh, why BDSM is not an excuse to be abusive. It's because it's consensual, sexy play for both people. We don't teach any of this shit. This guy genuinely didn't know. That's why I bring up the sexual assault college stuff because there's a lot of asshole dudes raping people and taking the sex. You know, there's a difference between taking the pussy and not realizing what you're doing violates consent because no one taught you that a super drunk chick who's giggling no because she's afraid to give a firm no because of the society we live in, that that counts as rape. Sometimes dudes just don't know that because we don't teach them. So I found that whole Craigslist uh, situation interesting because there was a lot going on. And at the end of the day, Billy's butthole remained very dry and his cock remained quite soft. But there is a couple out there talking to each other and hopefully working through their shit. So that was interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if maybe y'all skipped over that. I know I may, I rambled a little bit, got a little heavy. Oh, 
Okay, let's you know, let's skip to something that's uh, quick, simple, easy, lighthearted, and fun. Let's do the impersonal Patreon roll call. Yes. Okay, this is the part of the show where I like to thank all of my supporters on Patreon. Yes, uh, this show again. It is a free podcast, and uh, I know times are tough. So every dollar y'all pledge means the fucking world to me. Because I know it can't always be easy for everyone. Uh, which is also why we have Man Whore Monday on June 6th, right? Because uh, times are tough, but the Man Whore Monday is a, is a free way to support the show. But these people go above and beyond the call of duty and have uh, uh, pledged their support with their dollars. And I like to thank them on the show every week. So right now, uh, big round of applause to Lance. SB, Jennifer C, Jazz O, Nelly H, Jeff C, Megan N, Justin C, Madeline B, Dave K, Brian W, author of The History of Porn, Frank D, Jeremy B, Christina D, Holly F, Double Penetration, Danielle, Andrew R, Sarah B, Catherine B, Alex S, Chris W, Lauren M, Gregory Y, Anna Super Slut, Ed B, Sean B, Prickly Peach, Julian H, Mary G, Dervla, Corey G, Alfredo A, Mark G, Emily S, and we still got some more names to go. Toby T, Anthony C, Chris with a K, Greg A, Jeffrey J, Lawrence B, Ramon F, Sarah S, and Lauren A with the big titties. Thank you all so very much for donating to the show. And you too can join dozens of fan whores and support this podcast on Patreon. You can contribute as a little as a dollar per month and you can cancel at any time. To do so, go to manwhorepod.com and click the Patreon banner on the side. And while you're at manwhorepod.com, make sure to get on that mailing list, people. It's the best, easiest, and fastest way to get all your man whore news. Especially if I come to a city near you, you don't want to miss me. Am I right, folks? So head on over there. And also at manwhorepod.com is where you're going to copy and paste the iTunes link to put on Facebook on Monday, June 6th for my birthday. Now this week's guest is Buck Angel. Buck Angel is a trans male porn star. He is a man with a pussy. There's zero chance a Republican will look him in the eye and tell him to use the woman's room because uh, that Republican would all of a sudden realize, wait a second, my wife's in that bathroom and he's a more attractive man than I am. (sighs) Buck Angel, what an amazing dude. Um, We had a chat while I was out in Los Angeles. This is one of my LA episodes. He was fucking fantastic. Oh man, we talked about, you know, trans rights we talked about porn we talked about his transition we talked about how he used to fuck homeless dudes on camera uh which i had questionable feelings about uh we talked about one of my favorite topics language police nice to know there's a tranny on my side billy i'm gonna send you an angry email about using the word tranny i'm like you know what my use of the word tranny has been buck angel approved so everyone else can go fuck off So uh, this is a phenomenal one, folks. I think you're going to love it. Fans of Buck, I hope you dig it and come back next week for more. But for now, let's check out me chit-chatting with Buck Angel. Email, email Netflix, send letters. Email Netflix, so you want They definitely don't take letters anymore. They're, no. they're very anti-anything <laughs> physical. <laughs> really aging yourself there. A stamp. <laughs> no TV set. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was disappointed to see that. But don't you sell it on your website as yeah, well Yeah, I sell it on my website, yeah. And great. I think it's also on Amazon and iTunes. Okay, okay. Yeah, great. It's a great doc. Uh, Mr. Angel, right? That's yes, the Mr. title Angel. of it? Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, I really enjoyed it last year. It was heartwarming. It let me really get a sense of who you are because right all i knew was like i saw you see that one poster it's like man with the pussy I know, and it's like <laughs> and for it's me like, wait a minute i don't know if i want to watch that right well that like for me that's all i i knew of you at the time I was like okay that's a person and i'm not watching but like that that's great that's right there on. right on. um i know I, I think that it might turn some people off because i just look like what am i gonna watch this this looks crazy this guy <laughs> looks like a crazy maniac or something you know well I mean? you look like, like a biker. A, you look like a retired ufc fighter exactly. like, so they're like what is that all about <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you look like you could beat the shit out of it. But, like, like, people watch it. Like, I get letters from, like, I get letters from, like, uh, people, like, all across the United States, dude, that are just like, oh, I'm a, uh, uh, I'm a, 
corporal in the military who has a family. I'm straight. I'm, you know, and I watched your documentary and I was blown away. And, you know, you totally changed my mind about the way I feel about people like you. Really? Totally. It happens Although he's still, he's still saying the phrase people, people like, like you. you. It's like, you know what? Baby steps. But it's okay. <laughs> the fact that he picked up, you know what? A pen and paper. Just kidding. The fact that he got on email and wrote me a letter is everything to me. Yeah. I, mean, I think that it's just so fabulous. There's that one scene where you're at the, was it AVNs or mm. you were some expo right, maybe and, and they had the whole and your comments like wow they gave us like a full body thing yes. i was yes. like that and i was like in a weird way like a, a very beautiful moment where no you're, what actually you know? oh, no that was europe at the big european show yeah and then yeah there's a time where all of a sudden i busted through and then everybody was just like buck angel and it was like very difficult to get to that point though it was not easy i mean you're like the guy though like i feel like you're the first you know male trans star who like yeah, really i i am the first anyone man. knows yeah, of anyone yeah. yeah because i did sex work you know sex sells and sex gets people's attention yeah so by doing that i started in 2002 right when nobody was transitioning i mean i had my transition over 20 years ago when yeah. nobody was transitioning and and, and roughly because not to i don't know if you're like don't like your age out there but oh, no i'm 53 you're 53 yeah so you started porn like later in life yes. anyways yes Yes, where pe- you know people say you can't do porn when you're old. That's totally a crap. <laughs> or you can't model, or you can't do anything. No, age is nothing. Right. People don't even have a clue I'm 53. Right. And again, it's like I talk about my age a lot now because I'm over 50, and I think it's very important for people to see the representation of a 53 year old man. Yeah. Who used to be a woman. Right. <laughs> and, and and your transition was so. By the time you started doing porn, you were like very comfortable with your transition and everything was oh totally totally i would have never been able to do porn if i wasn't i was totally comfortable sexually with my vagina and totally having sex and it wasn't easy to also to get to that point but once i I was yeah i was like you know what i don't see anybody in porn doing this i need to have a representation before somebody else grabs a hold of a guy like me and makes it into a freak fest because you know that would happen Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone totally comes in it. with the wrong intentions. Of course, and so now they can't do it because I already, I already started the genre, and so you cannot, nobody can make it a freaky genre. Now it's specifically legit Buck Angels genre. And I've been starting to meet, like, younger, like, uh, like through my friend, oh, you know Ames, Ames, uh, oh, yeah, Ames, I know yeah, Ames, yeah, yeah, great guy, great oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, he says hi. Okay. Um, and I remember, and I, I met Ames, like, right before the transition, right. so I knew when it was still Amy. And so, right, me too. Um, and, and I was doing one of the photo shoots, and he has over um, like a couple of people, and I and I meet like a couple uh, FTM trans people who yeah. are now doing porn, yes. and like you're like the role model. Yes, I think I shot most of all those guys are shooting now, but that was the point. I wanted to, sh- I want to make this into a genre. It's not really a genre. Right. There's not. There's not. It's not a genre. A genre is a whole bunch of other people doing yeah. it too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, niche is huge because. Uh, it's good. It's great. I love my work. I love what I get to do. I'm very, very blessed, and for lack of a better word, I'm just very lucky that I was able to make it through to get to this point in my life. Uh, do you, now, you. Oh, I should probably at some point say uh, I'm talking the Buck Angel. <laughs> I think they probably, figured you know, it out. They figured figured it out at some point. <laughs> yeah, the very heavily tattooed, um, very bouncer esque right Buck Angel. <laughs> but I'm uh, nice. I know I look that way, but I'm not that way. <laughs> so now, but do you, do you still do porn shoots? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I shoot a series called Sexy the trans man yeah uh, i'm on volume five now and mm-hmm. it's like po- docu porn but it's specifically talking to other trans men and then i have them do sex scenes for me so right. i personally don't shoot porn anymore i'm not an actor I'm oh just that's what i meant yeah, yeah, yeah i'm a director and a producer okay yeah but i but if the right project comes along i will do it but i've done what, everything. Would, what would a right project be the right project would be me shooting in the mainstream porn <laughs> mainstream porn straight world so, so it'll be you- me shooting with a woman like a porn okay. star woman in a scene in a straight, let's so say like vivid you, so, or, or evil angel or something. So would you like be that. like strapping on or? It depends. It okay. could be a it would, be, it would have to be a very much of a scene that would break the boundaries that has never been broken before, which would be me and yeah. no trans man has ever been in a straight film before. And huh. What I mean is like you know the more straight. I was uh, going to ask if you had been with any like cis women in the uh, in in porn never. shoots in my own series, but yeah. not in a major label because huh. I don't really shoot for other labels. I only shoot for my own. But if yeah. that came along, I would do it in a heartbeat. Okay. Because yeah. you say like if the right project comes along, and yes. I picture like Daniel Day Lewis, like you know what. <laughs> I'm out here in Italy. I'm learning how to make shoes. But if the right project comes along, I'll come back out. Because I feel like I already acted and I already did it. And I made a whole bunch of films. And it's like, I I want other, I want people to see other trans men. You know what I mean? I want to give those guys the opportunity to become trans, you know, to become porn stars. I don't, I'm not a porn star anymore. I'm much more of a, 
um, I don't know what I am, a filmmaker, a speaker. speaker yeah, I was, yeah. I was going to say you have your website is like the cleanest porn star website. Exactly. I, I did that for a reason. Seen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that for a reason so that people will come to, to see my stuff and not feel like obligated to look at nudity because not, I have a huge outside of the porn world fan base, right? you know? And so I don't want people to get, feel uncomfortable around sex because they do. You want them to look it up in the library and feel safe or go to my pornographic website because I have a pornographic website. Oh, okay. Website. Okay. So I want them to do that. I don't want that. I don't want people to feel, I don't want to shove it in your face. Yeah. If you're interested in looking at it or seeing it, great. If you're not, I have a lot of other things we can talk about. Okay. Right on. <laughs> what uh, so When you started uh, being in porn, though, uh-huh. you know, were you facing a lot of backlash from like, I, you were, since you were shooting with other men, were you shooting right. with primarily, I'm assuming like gay, gay men? Right, so was there kind of like some oh my some God, pushback dude. from that from the actors you were seeing? That's an understatement. With? That's an understatement. Guy, first off, the the whole porn business freaked out on me. Yeah, they were not welcoming at right. all. They were extremely rude and disrespectful and calling me names. And it was like, who are you? Like yeah. as and they're calling me a freak and this isn't belonging porn. I'm like, what? There's trans women porn, tons of it. There's, there's shitting on people porn. That's on okay. Porn. And That's again, <laughs> I am in no way going to say what you do is bad. Like I totally am cool with whatever you want to do. Right. Right. right? But don't disrespect me like yeah. that. But actually it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it really pissed me off. And that made me even work harder to break through. So within three years of starting, I won the AVN transsexual performer of the year, which is like winning, you know, Big. the Oscar. Yeah. It's like, and within three years of starting that. And so then that woke everybody up. Right. And all of a sudden, the whole industry was like, oh, actually, this guy has something legit to do. But in the beginning, even gay men, gay men will write me letters and say, but I'm gay and I'm attracted to you. Does that make me straight? Can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, and that was, that's best uh, transsexual performer amongst all the, like, the MTFs too, is right? Yeah, I'm, I'm the only trans man right. that has ever won that award or been nominated for that award. I think last year, James Darling in San Francisco was okay. nominated. But prior to him, I was the first and I'm the only trans yeah. man. So yeah, it was me and a bunch of trans women. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the trans women were so mad. They kept saying, he's not a transsexual. I'm like, what? Are you? They, they were mad. They got, they bought very expensive dresses. <laughs> oh, man, I can imagine. What was, it, what was your first shoot like? Oh, my very first shoot, my very first movie was called The Adventures of Buck Naked, and I did that myself. And I okay. did it with my own handheld camera, totally, totally POV, just like totally amateur, out in the middle of the woods in Louisiana in the swamps. And I just could only shoot myself or with my wife at the time. And that was it. It was horrible. So your first, your first scenes were with you and your wife. Well, me and my wife were solo scenes. Yes. So eventually I would find guys on the street. Like I found some really cool punky hip dude, hip, like, like homeless punk dudes. And I bring them home and I would shower them and clip their nails. Oh no, you (laughs) fucked the homeless dude. I totally. Oh fuck. Totally. It was so great. Oh, my feelings on you. And then he became regular for me. Oh no. (laughs) No, he was a cool like 25 year old little punk dude living on the street. I give him some money and some food. And- Call me ableist. Just the idea of fuck. Like I found out, like my, someone I'm dating right now, she fucked a homeless guy at some point, and I now like have different feelings about her. I'm like, I still like you, but uh. hey, they need to be fucked too, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. I did. A, I was doing a comedy show once in a bar, and um, underneath the bar. In like a lower level, there was going on a, a BDSM party, uh-huh. and the admission was five dollars. So what I when I I opened with like I found out the party downstairs five dollars. I was like a homeless guy could panhandle that in an hour. That's <laughs> totally. like you know that seems kind of gross. And some woman yelled out, "I was like that's ableist, you pig." Oh gosh, and, and she's like homeless people deserve love too. I was like, I'm sorry. Have you ever have you ever <laughs> fucked a homeless guy? And she recoiled. She's like, huh. I was like, ha ha. See, right. See. There you go. That's very <laughs> typical of the people today with the language, language. With the whole language police. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm aware. Oh, of course you are. You're a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Every comedian in the whole world is aware of that, which is so ridiculous. I'm very anti-policing mm-hmm. language. Very anti. So are you I comfortable use the word with- tranny a lot. I reclaim that yeah. word. Don't tell me yeah. I can't use it. I'm, I'm 53 motherfucking years old. You're like, I'm going to do what I want. Don't you ever tell me. These are 20-year-old children telling right. me, Trampa, I'm <laughs> Trampa, <laughs> telling me not to use a word that I have grown up with, that my sisters, my trans sisters grew up with. Right. And we we use that word specifically very much in a positive way. Of course, if you're going to use it as a derogatory statement, that's with anything. And the key part of that was as a derogatory statement. Sorry. Yes, of course. Of course. I sometimes like the word, I interchange trans, transgender, and tranny based like lyrically how it sounds in the sentence. Like just, they all have different amount of syllables. 
And if you if you can't reclaim one word, let's use the example queer. Right. Does everybody in the world use queer now? Oh, queer is the happy word. Queer used to be a really bad word, and right? And I just spoke to an older uh, gay man who is 65 years old about this exact thing. He said, I hate that word queer. It comes from a very bad space for me. And I can't believe how everyone just walks around talking about queer, queer, queer. I lost a lot of my friends getting beat up, you know, getting killed over the use of the word queer. And I said, exactly my point. Why can they use queer, but we can't use tranny, Right. Yeah. Nobody can ever, not one of those people who are the tranny haters who say that we can't use that word can ever give me a logical explanation for it. Mm-hmm. Ever. So also, it a lot of sense. cis people telling you you're not supposed to use the word. You're I know. Like, now it's I'm like, sorry, oh, wait, really? Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's and go. that's another thing, the word, use of the word cisgender. I know mm-hmm. many cisgender people who don't like that word. Mm-hmm. And all we did, trans people invented that word, by the way. Right. And we only yeah, did can, it to how, box you in. Right. By the way, how did you come up with that? Like, is there I, a Latin so, Look it up. Thing it's ridiculous. It, it's basically the opposite of yeah. trans. Like, I'm aware of what it yes. was, but I never understood how you got there. Who knows? Some of those people who are actually haters, they hate cisgender people, mm. and they hate the fact that... No, they're just... Yeah. They're just they're, actually, they're victims. I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. Completely right. different. You have a different mentality of things when you're a survivor than when you are a victim. People who are victimized themselves are constantly looking for a way to say, you can't use that word. You can't have this. I'm this. Poor me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whatever. Let's just all use words. Yeah. And like, let's, we all are human at the core of everything. We're human. We're brothers and sisters. Yeah. We're family. We're lovers. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, you've been through trenches. At this point, words, like, really, how bad is that word? You cannot hurt my feelings. The things people say to me, you can imagine. Yeah. Right? It's funny to me. Yeah. You but, can't. But you've already been through, like, the ringer with, uh, with like, you know, family and, and you were... Drugs and drugs alcohol. alcohol and, and, like, homeless and prostitution on the street and cutting myself and right. two suicide attempts and blah, 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 right? Like, now my life right. is amazing, yeah. dude. Like, the word tranny is the farthest. This, it's like, I'm... <laughs> Oh, you want to call me that? That's cute. It is. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. So I came up with the use of the word trampol. Ah. So that now nobody can say shit to me because it's I'm trampol. But yeah. I know that some people are totally fuming about it because it's, it's sort of it, whatever. They're going to make right. something up like it's a derogatory statement. Yeah. How, how old were you when you went through your transition? Uh, I started, I think, in my late 20s, 28, mm-hmm. 27, 28 years old. But yeah. you you knew beforehand. Oh, I, yeah. Forever. This is always a thing because yeah. – I'm not, I'm just don't understand. I ask this to my gay friends too. It's like, I just don't get it. So like, when do you understand that you're in the wrong body? Well, I'll be honest with you. I always, I grew up pretty cool. My parents were pretty cool. And yeah. they really raised me kind of very much like a boy. You know, I was a tomboy, all that. Everything was totally chill. I never thought that I wasn't a boy in a weird way. Uh-huh. It was very normal. It was, again, which almost every trans person will tell you, puberty, right? Because right? what happens is now all of a sudden my little boy body with no boobs and, you know, I'm running around playing G- with G.I. Joe at 16, all of a sudden boobs. And that's late for a, for a girl mm-hmm. to start puberty. And my boobs start and I got my period and that was the end of everything for me because then I became a woman. Yeah. Then I became a woman. So then I realized, oh my God, I don't know if I could actually say that I realized other than the fact that it just put me in a deep depression. I didn't know that I could actually become who I am now. Yeah. Not for many, many years after that. Everyone just said I was a lesbian, you yeah. know, and I was just a butch woman and that's what I did for many years. But there was something inside of me that knew it was wrong. But, you know, you have to remember this is in the seventies and not one doctor could tell me, therapist or psychiatrist could ever tell me that you're, you're a transsexual. They would yeah. just say that you have to figure it out. Everything you'll grow out. Telling my parents, he'll, you know, she'll grow out of it. Everything, you know, what they did. I mean, the seventies with doctors still using vocabulary like perverted or, or oh, perversion totally. and stuff. I, I got put into a hospital. Uh, because of the suicide attempts, right. and they didn't try to figure out why I was trying to kill myself. They just put me in a me- which they call a mental hospital, psychiatric yeah. ward, and I was in there for a month. Dude, that was the most horrifying experience. It was just horrible because they couldn't figure me out, and I just wanted to kill myself. And I kept saying, "I feel like a man," and they're like, "Okay, he's crazy or she's crazy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's wild. Um, wait, you were also a model, though, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> weird. So when I read that, part of me was like, "Wait a second." So when he transitions to be a man, he's a stud. He looks like a stud. Like you are the like you're a dude. A lot of people like a lot of chicks want to bang. Yeah. And then wait. So when you were when you were still in a female body, you were like a babe. Like that's not fair. <laughs> that's weird. That's it's, not fair I mean, at all. I mean, you didn't even say that is weird. But I guess I was. And people would always tell me how hot I was, and dudes always want to fuck me, and I'm like not into it, and you know, I want to fuck the lady. So I would go on yeah. my casting calls for the modeling stuff, and they'd be the hottest. <gasps> Dude, you know, hot right. model chicks. And they would all just be like, 
people would say you're in the wrong you're in the wrong cast that you're in the wrong place you're in because yeah. they thought i was a dude they knew they knew as and well and all the girls would just be like let me see your book because back in the day we had books you know with our pictures and yeah. then all the girls would just get around and be like oh my god you're amazing it was way before the whole androgyny yeah. thing hit so yeah. oh you were rocking an, an androgynous androgynous love? yes totally wow totally. okay i mean i actually had the opportunity to become a major huge like huge supermodel well, you still ended up kind of a supermodel in a different way. In a different way, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. Man, I hated it. I was drinking so much alcohol and doing so much drugs, and like I just hated it. I mean, like I didn't want to be a woman. It was a weird experience for me. Right. And uh, and and the drinking, all that stuff started to taper off when you uh, when you went through the transition. Yeah, because I got sober before yeah. the transition. That's okay. really what helped me. I stopped. I got sober within a year or two. I started getting, you know, like oh, and then I, and then it just like I saw this documentary with a female to male transsexual, and yeah. I was like. Um, hello. <laughs> Nobody told me I could have it, which is what we called a sex change back in the day. Yeah. Nobody told me that. Nobody. They only said I was a dyke or a okay. lesbian. And I'm just like, oh, um, hello. Somebody just went from a woman to a man. Yeah. How do I do this? Remember, I tra- tra- transitioned over 20 years ago. Yeah, there's a whole no different. No internet. Yeah, it was not a type of period where there's like a normal no Google, thing to dude. do. Yeah, no Google, no Googling sex change or how to become a transsexual or none yeah. of that. I had to go to bookstores and like try to find things. Yeah, it was, was, Anytime you have to go to a bookstore, it feels weird. <laughs> it feels weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the bookstore saved my life, though. It really did. It saved my life. Okay. Yeah. And, and so you're attracted to women or are you attracted oh, I'm to I'm totally everyone? bisexual. Oh, yeah. totally bisexual. Yeah, totally okay, bisexual. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm huh. very proud bisexual and I talk about it. For a while I, I used to say I'm sexual. Yeah. I'm a sexual person. And then I started to realize, but I'm just bisexual and the bisexual word gets so like demonized right. and so it's not part of the LGBTQ whatever. It's not it's part not of, inclusive. It's not inclusive right? yeah. or you need to choose what you want to do. And I'm thinking, you know what? I really think that most people are bisexual on mm-hmm. a lot on levels. Maybi some people are more bi- bisexual in this way. Right. Than, but I really believe that people have a, a, a an attraction for people. I don't think yeah. it's gender. I think our connection is our connection, yeah. whether or not it's male or female, but people tend to have to feel like they need to check that box of sexuality. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, uh, I'm definitely like a, a person person, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I've never been uh, like attracted to, to cock yet, but, uh, and I you say, never know. I'm 26. Who knows? Exactly. You know, um, <laughs> exactly. I do a, a mental check in like every eight months. I'm like, do I like, no, but that's no. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is the fact that you're open to it and you're open minded around it and you're not shut yeah. down around other people's sexuality. We have to really talk about this more. And that's why your podcast is so awesome because oh. you're actually talking to your listeners who might be thinking, well, you know, I kind of want to have sex maybe with a dude and see how it feels. Yeah. And I'm a dude. And it's okay. It doesn't yeah. mean you're gay. Absolutely. It does not mean you're anything other than you're experiencing your sexuality. That's yeah. it. I'm a, I'll, exper- I'll experiment. I'm of a, course you, know, you will. Yeah, like when I'm like 80. When I, if, I, <laughs> if I have time, you know, if, there, if I get around to it, I will try. Or the you never know. You might be in the right place or you might do it with a man with a vagina. <laughs> well, you know what? I, uh, you know, here's what, a weird thing. I've, I, don't, I don't talk about this. This is weird. Okay. Um, sometimes we're like very close friends because I don't have a lot of uh, male friends. Most of my mm-hmm. friends are all like chicks and gay guys. It's mm-hmm. like, been my, uh, my my friend circle for all of college and whatnot, and then comics. Uh, but like a very select couple of dudes, like who I have like an intimate friendship with. Yeah, you know, like you, you're leaning in close and talking about something. Yeah. But like, and sometimes I'm like, wait a second, do I want to kiss this guy right now? This is weird. <laughs> And then, but as soon, every time, as soon as I like, I, I scan down to cock is when I start to go back. Right. But I'm just like, I don't know. Like, he's a really good guy. I right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. You like, he, there's an attraction there of him as a person. It's the genitals uh, yeah. that are totally turning you off, which is right. totally fine. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that you're not attracted to cock. Big sure. deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not a big. Not who yeah. cares. Hey, so wait. If you were bisexual, why why weren't you doing the um? Why weren't you doing more scenes with uh, cisgender and, women? Well, because first off, uh, nobody asked me to do any mainstream sure, sure. films because they they know their client base or their fan base right. and that. In my own films, I have done that. I did a film called V for Vagina. Love it's it. All women. Did you wear the mask? No, I was gonna. Or did she wear the I mask? I didn't want to have any problems with that product. You know, like oh. because maybe emulating it. There could be something. When you make porn, everybody watches. So I don't want like I just Universal Studios calling me up. Yeah. Cease and desist. <laughs> I mean, when I was looking up Nina Harley, uh, she was in um, Who's Nail and Palin. They 
spell they spell the name Palin differently. Yes, even. of course. Like, no, we oh, have okay. to because they watch us really hardcore, and they will nail you know they will nail us. But if sure. anything, for Sarah, like that movie must have only helped her like ability. Of course, you know, like, of course. <laughs> Those are the best selling movies, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The the parodies. Yes, they're the best selling pornographic movies, which I- always. <laughs> I always wonder about that. I will say the only physical DVD I own, except for the one that I was in, uh, was uh, the Jersey Shore Triple X. Oh, right on. I remember that one. It's really bad. Yeah, just of like, course it is. It was, I've never even, I, I was like, the performances were bad. Of course. The women weren't that good looking. The lighting was bad. I'm of just course. like, I'm sitting there. At this point, I'm not even beating off. I'm just like criticizing. You're like, why? Exactly. This is why I don't I was understand. like, who's the set designer on this thing? That, that is really actually the most of the porn world. They just, you know how many videos, I mean, how yeah. many movies they put out a fucking month, dude? Like it's the hundreds. same three couches. It, it, it <laughs> is unbelievable to me. And that is why I feel very, very empowered by my work because I, my work is so opposite of everything else. And it really is about what I want people to understand about sexuality, which is just looking at it as a beautiful thing and as a natural thing and talking is important to me and not just like getting two people on the couch over there and fucking like you can just go on X tube and look at that. Sure. Why are you making a whole movie like that? And then low budget and it's just, yeah, I don't know. But What's, I guess it sells and makes money. I mean, yeah. It must. People would not be producing that kind of stuff if it wasn't I mean, I, I don't know what in porn still is making money. Uh, <laughs> not as much as it was 10 years yeah. ago. No way. I just came from a big conference in Phoenix, a yeah. webmaster conference. Hey, everyone, hashtag pay for your porn. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. My movies get ripped off constantly. Constantly. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have the best track record. I, I just, for the, I don't have the best track record myself. But I'm, to I'm be too. fair, I feel like I go to Reddit mostly for like, um, like right. self-submitted stuff. Of course. Right, and I right don't on. feel as guilty. I mean, you know how I look at mine? I had to just let it go because right. it was like really upsetting me for a long time. I just realized, okay, well, my stuff's getting ripped off like mad now. That just means that I'm becoming more popular. Yeah. And so I looked at it that way. It'll come back to me on, on some other They'll way. come, and it, whether it's a merch thing and they come It'll, to you live. Exactly. The money will get there from that person exactly. somehow. Exactly. So it just, it, just re, it just puts my stuff out there in a farther reach yeah. and that's how I had to let it go. You know what I did like though? This was the one thing I have paid for that I felt comfortable there those like pay per minute oh yeah things where it's VOD, like yeah. You buy, yeah you can like buy a hundred minutes yes yes and then it only takes out your minutes from whatever you actually watch exactly because you know hey i'm not watching the whole hour no, uh, you're, not. you're <laughs> beating it, out for 10 so, minutes so maybe. it takes the like, 10 and a half <laughs> minutes out i was like i like that model I was like i would actually pay for it. i have paid for that model yes like, I, that felt more comfortable and also Live webcams are the big thing now. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, huge. y'all porn stars now have to diversify. You have because to. And of, then uh, you can't really steal it. You know what I mean? It's like live, live, live. So it's like you have to come. And so what I'm doing now is I'm actually starting the very first in the world all trans male webcam hey, site, Book okay. Angel Cams. So yeah, it'll only be trans men. It'll be from guys from all over the world. And so now guys can just go specifically to this to find all the hottest trans guys and have, you know, have webcam shows with them. Yeah? Yeah, it's super awesome. I'm super excited. Yeah. That's how I'm really making more guys be able to be in the porn business. Really empowering uh, more trans yes, men out there. more trans men. Now, porn. do you, the, the very, the, I would say few, the, the couple that I know, uh-huh. a couple of trans men out in New York who yeah. have been like starting to do some porn videos yeah they're so young they like just transitioned yeah do you think there's something to be said to waiting to get comfortable with your transition to get comfortable with your uh more appropriate body before mm-hmm. i don't want to say exploit it but like to to be selling it no i think everybody is different mm-hmm. when, when they're with their transition i think i couldn't have done it early in my transition some guy it's different now than when i did it right now there's just so yeah. much more representation and guys feel much more comfortable some guys don't even take yeah. hormones but in my sexy and the trans man series there's guys from who've just taken hormones who don't take hormones who just call themselves trans who just started doing it from one month ago to guys who've been doing it for 10 years sure. i think that the representation needs to be all across the board so again people can see themselves somehow in that represented somehow in the porn genre okay yeah. what do you what do you think is uh is still missing from the porn world besides more money uh, <laughs> what, what do you think is uh is missing there now who's is there someone not is there a group not included right now or is there a group that really needs more than is already happening because like for example you've you've set the momentum like yeah. the momentum's on yeah. the uprise yeah with, with trans male performers yes, totally um so i think uh people of color mm. i think i really try to make an effort that way but we don't have a lot of trans male people of color in in porn i think that that 
Uh, I think that needs to be represented a little bit more. I think um, maybe intersexed. I never see, or, and I'm very big sure. on talking about the intersex population because I we still, don't talk about it. I still don't really fully understand it. Yeah, uh, because, exactly because we don't now transgender. They're, they're is not the new herma- thing. Are they hermaphrodites? Well, that's they're hermaphrodite. It's the old. Actually, I have a friend who's intersex and she calls herself hermaphrodite. But again, for, for the, the, the word police. Right, but for me, it's like I'm like that's the word. There's I nothing knew. wrong with using the word hermaphrodite. I'll switch the yeah. Nothing I, wrong. If, if they told me to switch to intersex, I would. I just need nope. them to say intersex, hermaphrodite it's is now person intersex. person to person. <laughs> yeah. Some people are not going to like to be called a tranny, and some people sure. are. You know what I mean? Again, it's the context. And same with intersex. Some people yeah. are cool with being called a hermaphrodite, like my friend, and some yeah. people aren't. But most people are going to tell you. Right. right? But I'll, I'll, I just have a blanket thing. Like I'm going to use the words I use. If it exactly. hurts you, you tell me. And then yes. with you, I will stop using it. Like, yes. you know, with Vinny, like my fag friend Vinny, like, yes. to- doesn't give he a shit. To He's be a fine. Fag. I mean, he just loves it. He's a yes. total queen, loves his share. Uh, give him big old hugs. He's, I mean, he's been riding my back since college. Right on. Um, love him. And he doesn't give a shit. Other right. people do. And then I just wouldn't call them that. Of uh, course. That's exactly what I'm saying about But there's these. also tact. It's like, also don't just go up to people and be like, like hey, hey faggot. faggot. Yeah, like that probably is <laughs> not going to go that's over too well. That work very well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know, like know some of their life story first. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, actually, I think if, if it's just, it's pretty simple. Yeah. It's pretty simple. You don't go around saying tranny, yeah. you know, like that. You understand that. Especially word. not in that voice. Yes, not you that. just don't do that. That's not okay. Like but I mean, old... I can't even imagine you being a comic now. <laughs> Horrifying. Like, really. I mean, I was speaking at Cornell and I was doing my Sexy in the Trans Man workshop, right. and this little young trans kid was sitting in the front. And I started to talk about, I can't remember specifically what I was talking about within my, the context of one of my interviews. And the trans kid, he goes, and he, he like raises his hand. I'm like, okay, dude, what's up? And he goes, uh, uh, that, uh, this is triggering me. Triggering you? Uh, and you can go to the bathroom. That's what I said. I go, triggering you. Actually, then the, probably the rest of my whole talk is going to trigger you really bad. So I highly suggest that you either sit here and be triggered silently or you can leave. How, what, with that. what do you think of my weak pussy ass generation um, uh, in, in regards to all the trigger exactly, warnings? Because like, I think it's exactly that. I come from a bullying background, totally, and, and just like there's something to be said. It's like don't be an asshole, but also you got to be a little stronger. Yeah, got to be a little stronger. Now, now for somebody to do that at a, at a major university, and what are you doing in every class? And they're actually stopping professors from being able to teach classes because it's insane. It's, insane. it's going to come back to bite us in the ass so hard. But I can't imagine it lasting for, for a yeah. long time. It's going to come back around where we can talk and say words, and it's fine. I think it's just like my generation is the is the one, the, the post-Reagan. Like we were born at the end of the Reagan stuff, yes. and we're... I guess like fighting them back against all of what was going down then. Well, I, I mean, they're trying to change everything like right now. Right. It ain't gonna happen. We yeah. need to do one thing at a time. Most importantly, we need to really make human rights in this world. Right. Uh, and that's what we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you been attacking anyone in bathrooms recently? Apparently, that's <laughs> something I'm supposed to be concerned Apparently, about. Apparently, we better watch out. I'm, I'm gonna very, pee all over you. Uh, yeah. I like, don't know how. Really? Did you buy the funnel? Yeah. To- I guess I can I, actually pee and stand at the. Can urinal. you pee? Can, oh, totally, dude. Really? Well, yeah, how, I just have just, to get up against it. And I have to pull my Wait, sweats. So, so are you like you're yeah, like you're I'm like, totally up, like a four year old. You're like up against totally. it. I pee like a four year old, and I have to pull my pants all the way down. But I don't care. I don't care. Dudes never say anything to me, dude. I, ever. I didn't learn that I wasn't supposed to do that until like probably <laughs> I don't know, like third grade when I because I didn't even touch a urinal till like third fourth grade, right. and the first time I did, I pulled my pants down, and I saw other guys didn't do that. I was like, I probably should stop <laughs> that. This is going to be a crime eventually. It totally freaks guys out. I can yeah. tell, but I don't give a shit. Whatever. But meanwhile, they they want you in in a woman's, in a woman's bathroom. Room. I mean, like, I mean, personally, I don't. Get, I'm all. For, I went to San, last time I was in San Francisco. Uh, my friend Katie and I had to use a bathroom. We walk into a gay bar. It had a unisex bath, it, like a big group bathroom, but it was yeah. all like whoever. Yeah, and I was like, this is fine. That's like, Katie, Europe. I went to the. I went to the urinal. Katie squat. Yes. Went to take a piss. Totally. And I, not once I think like I should rape Katie. Right. I never. Not once. <laughs> No, exactly. I dude. can hear her tinkle, and never once I go like, mm, I should. Oh no. my god! We it's both ridiculous. washed our hands and left. And uh, just so people know, this has been uh, pe- people have been going into the wrong restrooms, wrong re- forever. Yeah. And, and in fact, I'm going to go to North Carolina. I'm going to use the ladies' room and take some pictures. And let's see what happens when I use the ladies' room. They're going to call the police, and it's going to be amazing. And then you're going to ask now. Now, do you I, ask for any police officer? Be like, I just want to show you my pussy. Like, or, yeah, totally. Because my ID says male. Everything. Right. My even my birth certificate says male. So they they 
want us to basically be using the restroom that we were, the, the gender that we were born, born as, right. yeah. okay? But my birth certificate says male. It doesn't say female right. anymore. So you know what I mean? Like, And then if I pull my pants down, I don't even know what's going to happen. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like they're going to be like, we, what we, is should, that? We, should, <laughs> we should still arrest them, I guess. I, he, he followed the law, exactly. but I don't know if he... If he exactly. broke the law, we're supposed to arrest him. If he follows the law, you know, we should just arrest all the trannies, and that's how bad things start. Exactly. And then what about <laughs> going to the restroom in someone's house? Right. What if I went to the, the, the governor's house? What restroom do I use in your house, dude? Well, in the house, they don't, I don't know. I've, I have yet to see. I've not been to too many no, rich people's places. No, but I'm trying to make places. that point. Oh, right, like right. They, the women use that bathroom. Sure. The men use that bathroom. Nobody has a problem with it. And meanwhile, it. there's not one documented case of like some uh, like uh, MTF trans never, woman never attacking someone never, in there never 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 they don't even have any they're just people are being right. it's fear yeah it's a they're, they're instilling fear into all these old people that live in north carolina and like yeah this is gonna cause so many problems everyone's gonna get raped and killed in the bathroom and meanwhile who's getting attacked and killed in the bathrooms are trans people yes Exactly. <laughs> it's the other way around. People like yeah, they're the ones totally. who should be afraid. Yes, I mean, the they shouldn't be afraid. afraid but they no, but we are. They have a good reason yes, to right of now. Of course, we get attacked constantly. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But yeah. Anyway, they're just it's trying a, to make some some point, which I don't know what the point is. Uh, I'm not really sure what it means. You know, people just don't want to have pro- uh, they want to have progress in our country. Right. You know, I think a little bit of it comes from is obviously ignorance, but ignorance mm-hmm. being just the lack of of, of knowledge, mm-hmm. and me. I've only in the last few years understood that there's a separation between sex and gender, uh-huh. which there used to not be that separation. Right. Now that that's right. being separated and those people are old. Yes. So they like never got taught that. They never got taught. Right. So I think they just don't, they don't right. realize they, they, I don't even still fully understand the concept of gender. I have trans friends who have said, um, who've said the like phrase like experiencing gender. I know. Yeah. That, and that, I, that, yeah. Because you didn't have to. Right. You were just born in the body. You've always been a man. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than when I knit and I feel a little confused about it, like I don't understand what that phrase is. And you never will. Mean. Yeah. You never, never, never will. And it, that, unless you dress like a woman one day and walk around and see what happens and how, right. see how people react to you. Yeah. You'll get a little bit of understanding of how it is for a trans person to walk the world. You will, because people will stare at you. People will say fucked up things to you because you will look a little masculine under that. You yeah. will. Your, your abs apple might show or whatever. You might still have a, some masculinity coming out of it. People are going to look at you. You should do it. Experience it. See oh. what happens. See the feeling that you get from it. You will have a firsthand understanding of what a trans person has to deal with who isn't passing. Yeah. I don't have to deal with any of that. Right. I cle- cle- clearly am passing. You look like more of a man than I do. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> but a lot of trans people don't yeah. pass, right? And they have to deal with a lot of this bullshit. That's out there, in and the that's world. for all sorts of reasons. Whether it's uh, you know financial, or they just don't feel comfortable exactly. doing it. Exactly. I mean, know, it's yeah. not just trans people, dude. People who might have one arm or one leg, or people even black people. Right. Like all, the only people wait, that wait, really wait, wait, walk wait, wait. the world. People are hating on black people, <laughs> right? <laughs> the people who walk the world. The only people that walk the world like this are white men. Who? That's it. Hi. That's right. Hey, everybody. How you That's doing? That's right. Nice to meet you. You got it. <laughs> You'll never have a problem with anything because you're a white dude. I don't, I'm the same thing. Yeah. I have male, white male privilege now. I walk the world without any problems. Even even showing my pussy all over the world, dude, yeah. I don't have any problems with it. People come up to me and are like, oh, my God, are you Buck Angel? Like, people are excited to see me. I never, ever have a problem. I think a little factor, though, is that you could kick the shit out of most people. No, right? I don't know. You, the you, thing is, look at me. To be dude, fair, I'm you are nice very guy. intimidating looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are super cool with me. If you me. were a little, like, diminutive, like, I know this, this kid, <laughs> this kid Parker, like, if he tried to, like, I don't know, he, I could take Parker. You not so much. <laughs> but I think also it's my attitude. Yeah. I really believe attitude is everything. I, I really want to make, I, I really try always to be smiling, to introduce yeah. myself to people, to come off very much like any question you want to ask me. I'm cool with it. I'm not offended by anything. And so that people can understand that this is, I'm a transsexual person. And wow, what a nice guy. Yeah. And then they can just have this image of what what it, what they've never had before, and hopefully go back and say, "I met a trans guy. He was super cool. Super fine, yeah, yeah, totally." The, like how twenty thirty years ago it was like, "No, we've got a gay friend, Jim. He yeah, seems yeah, fine." Yeah, or I have a black friend. Yeah, it just as, as, and, uh, what was it? They used to vote like people used to vote two to one in favor of gay rights yes. decades ago if they knew one, right? Yes. So now it's. 
The same, same thing with on the this trans one. stuff, totally. Yeah. But what I have to say, I see a huge, huge, amazing thing happening for the trans world. Yeah. I see laws passing. Oh my god! But what I what I always say is what's fascinating to me because I think my my work really deals more with sexuality than it deals mm. with being trans. I'm not a trans advocate. I'm a human rights right. act- activist, and I'm also a sex educator. So that said, I see more laws being passed so fast for transgender people than I've ever seen for gay people. Gay people are still fighting to get, like, all, we just got marriage. Yeah. So that says to me that the world has a much easier time understanding gender. They have to understand from a man to a woman or a woman to a man. People understand that because they understand gender. Mm. But people still have a really hard time with sexuality. Yeah. And they don't understand two men wanting to be with each other. The first, what is the first thing they think about? What is the first thing sex. to... Exactly. Yeah. And what do they think about when it comes to sex? They uh, think about butt-fucking. Uh. Oh, oh, I was going to, okay. When I think that's about sex. What two, that's what people think when they think of <laughs> yeah. two men. They think of butt fucking. So they immediately and when they, when they think of two out. women, they think Birkenstocks. You know, they think, <laughs> they think book club. U-Haul. Uh, they think U-Haul. <laughs> U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, you're very accessible. Um, but there's some people, what would you say to the folks who say that someone who's accessible is not mm. um, radical enough to really make a change to... Well, to some make people, people don't want to be accessible. Some people, everybody's different. Right. I learned this over years and years and years of being in the public eye and really just wanting to make change. It is my ultimate goal before I leave this earth is to make a major change somehow to use my transition, my pain of most of my life of being in the wrong body, my pain and my wanting to kill myself and now look at me yeah. to make change. I will. I guarantee you some, something will come from Well, you've already work, made some change. But not big More- enough. I want to make serious change. And to make serious change, there are some people who may say that uh, being accessible, being friendly yes. is too nice and too comfortable for someone who looks, you know, someone like me to have to force them to change their minds or uh, um, confront their thoughts on it. There's some who say you got to be believe able- that. Uh-huh. I believe that I get through people through my humor yeah. and through being accessible and through being just a nice guy and not always being insulted or worried what people are saying to me. Because look, you don't understand being a transsexual yeah. person. So you're going to have questions. You're going to say, why would you keep your vagina? Why wouldn't you get a penis? That's not insulting to me. I need to explain it to you. Yeah. Why? And when I explain it, you're going to go, oh, I get it. Right. And never think about it again. The problem is when you answer the question, then they go, ill, gross, right. kill them. Right. That's when it's a problem. Right. And so I had done the Joe, you, yeah. you know who Joe Rogan is? Of course. Yeah. So I was on the Joe Rogan show, yeah. which was amazing. And he's such the most coolest dude ever. Dude, Blue, I, I interviewed him once uh, oh. for, for a website and just, we talked for like an hour and a half. I know, you can't stop. You'll talk can't for stop. hours. Yeah. yeah. For hours. That was incredible. But the fact that he even had me on a show was huge and big. And so mm-hmm. we walk in and I walk in and of course there's this weird man which I always get from straight. He doesn't dudes. know. It's like, do I hug you? Do I yeah, shake your exactly. hand? Like, and I'm a hugger, so I'm all hugging yeah. him. And then we're just like, by the end of the show, dude, we're like best friends. And we text each other all the time. And we're like, he really helped me get into a world that used to not like guys like me or mm. used to have a, you know, there's a lot of homophobia sure. in, in, in that world. There just is. There's a lot of homophobia, a lot of transphobia because they don't understand. Right. So, Joe, let me sit there and explain what it means to be this man that I am. And after that show, dude, I get emails constantly from his fans saying, You're a dude, you're cool, yeah. I'd hang out with you. And these are like white, straight bro dudes, yeah. right? That would want to kick my ass before. But my point being is, I keep getting to be on your podcast, that podcast, that radio show, that to speak to people outside. I speak to people outside of my community. Right. I don't need to speak to my community. They already know. They already know. Yeah. I need to speak to you and to that and to have those opportunities makes change. Mm-hmm. I know it for a fact. It makes change. That's awesome, man. Uh, dating now. So, so you're, you're like recently divorced, right? Yeah. Semi-recently? Yeah. Uh, it's been two years now. Two years? Dude, she ruined, she, well, she tried to take me down. You can't take me down. Right. <laughs> she stole all my money. She stole everything from me, dude. Damn. Everything. This, this is just everything that I'm just rebuilding. Right. Back. She stole my life savings. She stole everything, dude. Everything. Every, she went crazy. She totally went crazy and just, and the crazy thing about it is she actually, I had to take her to court to try to get my money back right. uh, and ask for alimony because you don't just get your money back. Yeah. When you're married legally, you're actually, people can take your money yeah. and I didn't know that. But anyway, long story short, I had to try to get my money back and so I went to court here in Los Angeles and I filed for divorce and during the divorce proceedings, she kept saying and trying to say to the judge, I'm a woman, that I, that, that, that buck right. is a woman. 
he has a vagina. And she brought in experts and like all these crazy Republican. I'm like, who you show, are you? Did you show like the clips of her in your documentary yes, talking about how much of a amazing man you are? Law- lawyer, Alana Chazen. I have to say her name, Alana Chazen. She won the case because she played my documentary yeah. where she's just like, he's a man. He's more man, man, man than any man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then the judge was just like, you are disgusting. And she wrote a 10 page. Uh, summary of my win, which my lawyer's like, no judge has ever written a 10-page summary of, you know, stating how basically I'm a man and that it was the first case in the history of the United States. They'll go in the case law. Though people have to, they're going to have to, I'm going to, look, there's a, that's a huge change. Huge, That's the, that's huge. That's a huge change, Buck. <laughs> Buck, that's a huge change. It's so awesome. <laughs> so, so there's my life, right? Yeah. Some shit that happens to me gets turned around into something positive. I, in the next years, uh, all probably has already happened. People have lawyers have had to use. Oh no, they're already that. using it. Yeah, they're bringing me that's into great. the Eugene Law School uh, next week to speak at the law school about it. So I'm telling you, dude, like that is just how amazing my life is. But yeah. at the time, I was going through it. Sure. Uh, I can't even tell you, dude. It was really yeah. a shocking. 11 years of marriage to a person who I thought I would be with for the rest of my life and had full control of everything of mine just fuck, just tore me apart, dude. Mm. Tore me Spent so much money. We spent so much money on lawyers for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. But anyway, it doesn't matter but, because but now, I fixed but now it. You're, uh, you're, are you still single? I'm, no, I have, a, I have a lady friend. Now. Oh, you have a lady friend? Yeah, you, call, you call it a lady, lady friend? Lady friend. Because she's a lady. She's not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's a hot lady. Uh, like, But like, a, would for oh, the layman's terms, that your girlfriend? Or is that just someone you're seeing? Oh, or? no, no. She's, she's, we're, we're partners. Okay. She, she's um, she's a kind of a well-known uh, writer, screenwriter. Yeah? And, uh, yeah, Guinevere Turner. Okay. I don't know if you know who she is. She wrote American Psycho. Oh. Yeah, The L Word. Like uh, Notorious Betty Page, all kinds nice. of stuff. Yeah, dude, okay. She's awesome. She's a lesbian, ah. which is very weird. So are you, I'm a man, right? And remember, so, I said I'm a lesbian earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are you like her first uh, real man experience? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's, it's fine because I think that she gets it. You okay. know what I mean? Obviously, she gets it. We've been going sure. out for two years now. Oh, okay. So I met her like right around my divorce, but I didn't really want to get into anything quickly with that. But it just sort of happened. Mm-hmm. We just. We just made eye contact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I am that guy. I like being in a relationship. I like being, you know, with people. I like I like that. I like Are you love. all monogamous? Uh no. No? No, 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 no. Not at all. But we don't I haven't really messed around with anybody else because I'm getting everything I need. But it's open. We yeah. can do whatever we want. But I'm pretty picky. Yeah? I'm not, yeah, I work in the what's, sex what's, business. What's your type? It depends. I got like do, I, So I what's sex. your what's your dude type? Actually, here's my dude type is man, 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 muscles, like you know, totally the masculine male, like that bodybuilder type. Of Someone guy. you could wrestle. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I okay. like super hyper masculinity. Okay, yeah. and lady is super super feminine. Ah, yeah, I'm very much into femininity. But I would say that right now, I, if I was going to have sex, it'd probably be with a guy. Okay, that's more because it's just easier. I think I gotta. I just find it much easier to sort of like meet up with a guy, have sex, and never see you again. Right? Doesn't usually happen like that with with women. For women, me. they want dinner, right? No, I'm kidding, <laughs> kidding shopping. people. We all know that's shopping, not my jazz. Shopping, shopping. My jazz. <laughs> You're gonna get busted, dude. Nah, I mean, look, it's the man whore podcast. Like, <laughs> right they, on. You know, that's they, so uh, awesome. They're, they're, they're aware. Right on. <laughs> that things happen. It's so strange. I don't don't have to go through the hang. <laughs> it's like, yeah, hey, you want to sleep together? No, okay, bye. Okay, Ryan, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before uh, before your your last ex wife, you were mm. also. By the way, I love that. Uh, I I don't know how much you love her or not, but I was intrigued by your first ex wife. Mm-hmm. Your Eskimo brothers with. Um, mm-hmm. Oh fuck! I forgot. It was like a big name. I was really impressed. I was like, that's really cool. You mean uh, the person that she. That she went. That yeah, she went that through. She, that that uh, Lana Wachowski. Ah, yes, yes. The Matrix, right? Whose brother just transitions right. to Lily, which is so bizarre. There, that there. Have you watched Sense Eight? Oh yeah, totally. Jennifer Clayton. Yes, makes me feel things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seriously, I was. No, just they're like, super that, intelligent that a, ladies. Yeah. Um, I had. A, I was around when when Lana, who was Larry before, right, started. Right. I was very in that whole situation, and uh, it just wasn't working for me because they wanted to sort of be together with me and my why he want you know he at the time wanted to have like a three-way thing and i'm like nah it's not really my thing and like okay. you can be in love with two people at the same time sure. you probably can but yeah. i don't know how to do that 
I'm a one, a one focused person. I'm very focused on one person. And so that was my first marriage and that ended up in divorce and, you know, it wasn't right. very nice and it was ugly. And then I had a second marriage, same thing. Right. And so now I guess I shouldn't get married again. <laughs> well, in general, when you date, do you have to clear or do people just know who you are at this point? Um, like, when I date, uh, most people know who I am, right. but uh, I don't date a lot. I didn't date a lot. I, I kind of got together with Guinevere really quick after yeah. that. We met and just like, I really like her. We just hit it off. And so I'm like, why do I need to look? I, I found what I want yeah. to have right now in my life. We don't live together. We're not doing that thing. We're not doing okay. the Les thing. We have separate lives. She travels, I travel, which is really nice. It keeps, uh, it keeps it fresh, yeah. really fresh. And like, of course, when I travel, I can have sex with whoever I want. And so can she. So that's always nice too. Okay. I think, yeah. You're also up to a lot of big things. Uh, like you said earlier on your, on your page, it says, you know, like, you're a porn star, director, yeah. speaker, and yeah. all, all this jazz. So, yeah. you also do these uh, these videos. Um, you mentioned it earlier, sexing the trans yes. man. Yes. And and what what again is that about? So so it's a what right. I what I coined as a right. docu porn series. Right. So it's very much documentary style, where like basically how we're sitting right here yeah. and I talk to you about your sex change and how that went, and then I ask you to take off your top and let's see your surgery, or if you don't have surgery, and then let's talk about like why you are doing this and why how do you feel sexually, and then. Most of these guys have never shot porn before. Okay. So it's really, I have to keep it very intimate and very, you know, as much. There's nobody else in the room. It's just uh -huh. like me and them. And then I have them sort of either do a masturbation scene for me or maybe have sex with somebody else. And so for me, it's what it's done is it's educated people around trans male bodies, sexual, yeah. sexual, how, how to look at a trans male body, how, you know, how do guys feel sexually with their body after transitioning. It's a big deal. So it's like the, the audience for that is like a, it's like a cis it's everybody, normative. Everybody, even, no, lots okay. of trans people buy it lots sure. of trans people buy it for okay. sure but i think it's just that cool thing about it is it's across the board and a lot of universities have bought my series and yeah. they show it in the university uh gender and you know gender studies classes yeah. and all of that yeah okay yeah. And, and then you do all these talks i mean what's next like what's the big what's your big next project like book. what's your your book well i'm right trying to write have, yeah how do you not have a book because i'm not a writer <laughs> you know i'm a total visual film person and to write is a is a is a skill uh, you know that to write is a right, skill yeah. and i don't have that skill I, i'm very much which is weird because i'm not intimidated by anything <laughs> but i'm intimidated by writing and it's really it sucks because i really want to so i started to write my book but i kind of put it to the side because i got approached to write a book uh, about trans sex okay there's no book out there about trans sex meaning That's like shocking. how we navigate our bodies if you want to date a trans person yeah. how do you approach it so i finally met uh my co-author her name was erica anderson and she's dr erica Anderson, and she's a, a, a trans woman who lives in San Francisco who's a psychologist and a speaker and an academic, and it's like, that's exactly what I was looking for. So I hooked up with her, and okay. now we're about to write the book on trans sex. It doesn't exist. Rockin'. Yeah, I'm super excited. I have a new trans male sex toy coming out soon. What? Wait, okay, what's that? Yeah, I'll send it to you. We can't talk too much about it. <laughs> can't right talk now. about it right now. Yeah. Okay, but I can guess. I can get a sample. Oh okay. yeah, dude, I'm sending you. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, uh, Buck, you're 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 a game changer. You've done right a lot on. for a lot of people. Uh, you've been fabulous. Uh, thank, thank, you. thank thank you so much. Right is on, there is there you. anything you want to plug specifically? Where should yeah. people go find you? Buckangel.com. Buckangel.com. From there, you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on everything. He's on everything. everything, and you can watch my fitness videos on Instagram, where I'm trying to really get people to start, you know, learning how to work out. And uh, you don't have to be like buff, but just yeah. 20 minutes every couple days just helps yourself out. People don't think they yeah, can work out at home. I walk into his house, everybody, <laughs> and there's just a series of kettlebells. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a very bare bones thing because like yes. you said you're like redoing re things also, after the actually, divorce. But like, I leave it like this on purpose because I yeah. like it. I don't like too much clutter. Right, but like, there's not there's too nothing. much decoration except there's like a ton of kettlebells. Because she stole everything and, like, from me. <laughs> my, right. my ex wife stole right. everything. But like, I, I like that the first thing you thought was like, well, I gotta get kettlebells. You know, I know I gotta, that's exactly that's a necessity. What I did. All right, we need we need a TV. We need <laughs> Look, forks TV, and knives, couch, <laughs> and we need kettlebells. <laughs> totally. Uh, well, Buck, thank you so much for talking right to me. You've friend. been great. Uh, you. Very much appreciate. Want you to say goodbye to everybody. Bye, you guys. Watch my stuff, and uh, this guy's awesome. And keep listening to his podcast, and that's it. I'm making. Me blush later, everyone. Oh, wow, Buck Angel. I can't believe I hung out with Buck Angel. Buck was great. Uh, I, I loved hanging out with Buck, it was a super nice dude, fucking sweetheart of an individual. 
So uh, I'm, I'm glad he did the podcast. I, I'm, I'm hope any Buck fans out there, I hope you enjoyed me chit-chatting with him, and I hope you'll return next week. Uh, go to manwhorepod.com for all the manwhore stuff, the Twitter, the email, uh, the Patreon, all that jazz. You know, I just want to say one more time, please, please, please put in your iCal Monday, June 6th. Go to manwhorepod.com. Follow the instructions. Make my birthday wish come true. Let's make the Manwhore podcast a top 10 podcast on iTunes. Pretty, 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 please. <laughs> Instead of the usual uh, outro, we're going to end this week's episode with a little teaser from my bonus episode with Daniela. Uh, You'll remember Daniela from last year's Naked Podcasts. She's the one she does um, pet play and she fisted a dude's asshole and, you know, had big old titties and all all that stuff. Well, I had her back for another bonus episode, which is available exclusive to my Patreon supporters Uh, at the $10 or more level. It's a full-length episode, and I'm going to give you a little little taste of it. So enjoy yourselves. I'll see you on Man Whore Monday. Enjoy the teaser, and stay slutty. No, we were having, like, like, a staring contest, and we were, like, trying not to make it awkward, and then, like, you took your foot and, like, pulled my chair just a little bit oh but yeah but you were like because you were like staring at my cock yeah but we weren't it was not like we sat there for like two minutes and did no it was was, right yeah so what i'm saying is like after a prolonged period of time and you staring at my cock and that made my dick hard and then there was like there were like head nods there must have been before i pulled your fucking chair in (laughs) like an animal (laughs) 